Okay, this is going to be... Hello, nerds. <laughs> this is going to be a very short stream today, guys. We, uh, I honestly have highly limited amount of time because today's events did not pan out as planned per se so i still have other work that needs to be done as soon as i'm done streaming so we're literally just going to have time to go over the main headline which is the harry potter stuff so that means we are going to have to go over the rest uh, probably in the next stream, if it's still relevant. <laughs> um, or we will just move on. And it, unfortunately, yeah, sorry, Derpy. Um, but yeah, uh, I uh, honestly, today was nuts. And with the end of the year coming, I think I'm a little behind on where I should be at this point. Not as bad as last year. Last year sucked, but... Uh, a little behind where I'm comfortable as far as the behind-the-scenes stuff goes. So we might be taking next week off of stream so I can get caught up to a comfortable place. But um, let's make this quick. Let's do the thing. And then I've honestly got to go deal with uh, some house things. So... Uh, well, let, let's let me let me read the room first. I guess uh, what were what which headline were you guys hoping to get to more the the Shazam situation or oh you want to say your best and worst let's let's go for that let's uh, and most anticipated that actually uh, I want to do a most anticipated stream but that's going to be two weeks out I want to do that as the first stream of the new year so if you want to talk most anticipated we will get to that uh, second week of January because like I said I'm pretty sure we're going to be taking next week off as far as stream goes so um, yeah obviously all the setup is very different uh, less lights because we have to do this quick so uh let, let i we have we have three main headlines that i was going to touch on this stream and like i said we only have time for one so would we rather do harry potter uh zachary levi and shazam or the super mario movie content bleeding into the games which which direction is preferred by chat and it's going to take a second for it to catch up unfortunately but that's where we are mr christopher hello to you as well Harry Potter. Okay. Do you do you concur, Chris? I, f I feel like I feel like that's the big one that I was looking forward to. So it's it's kind of if we're going democracy rules, that's where we're at. But uh, yeah, Harry Potter for you too as well. Okay, cool. It is decided. Then let's let's transition to the thing so you guys can see what I'm talking boot. All right. So WB 
is stupid if they do that. Yeah, very true. Much agreed. And I also think that this rumor is baseless. So we're going to get into this. Uh, this one comes from Bounding Into Comics. Uh, ru- the, the actual rumor, though, comes from uh, where uh, we'll get to the rumor monger in a moment. So let's just start at the top. <clears throat> Excuse me. New Rumor claims that Warner Brothers Discovery will reboot the Harry Potter film franchise. New Rumor comes from the heels of Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav indicating he wanted to pursue the Harry Potter franchise during the company's 2022 quarter three earnings call. Back in November, Zaslav responded to a question from Wells Fargo analyst Stephen Cahall telling him, quote, One, we're going to have real focus on franchises. We haven't had a Superman movie in 13 years. We haven't had a Harry Potter movie in 15 years. One of the DC movies and Harry Potter movies provided a lot of the profits and Warner Brothers motion pictures over the last 25 years. So, focused on the... One of the big adv- advantages that we have, House of Dragon, is an example of that. Game of Thrones taking advantage of Sex in the City. Lord of the Rings, we still have the right to do Lord of the Rings movies. Uh, he later added, and so... When you have a franchise movie, you have to make two to three times the amount of money you make in the U.S. because you got a slot. And a focus on the big movies that are loved are the tent pole that people are going to leave home, leave early from dinner, <clears throat> excuse me, go to see, uh, and we have a lot of them, Batman, Superman, Aquaman. If we can do something with J.K. on Harry Potter going forward, Lord of the Rings, what we're doing with Game of Thrones, what are we doing with a lot of big franchises we have? Uh, we're focused on franchises. So two months later is roughly where we are now. This new rumor about the Harry Potter franchise getting rebooted comes from known scooper and leaker WDW Pro. So this is not a source that I use regularly. Honestly, uh, I think I've seen him in the rumor mill probably less than a handful of times over the course of the last year and a half, two years. Um, So not the most reliable of scoopers. I honestly can't even recall his track record off the top of my head. So that is part of the reason why I think this is bogus. But let's continue. Uh, He posted to Twitter, WBD, so Warner Brothers Discovery, is reportedly looking to reboot Harry Potter film franchise, including recasting the next three to, in the next three to five years. Uh, we released some details of how I became aware of this information presented by a source on the Valiant Renegade channel tomorrow morning, he concluded. So then the podcast or show or whatever happened, and on that he said... He reiterated the rumor, quote, it now seems extremely likely that the Harry Potter universe, which I think internally is called the Wizarding Division, which, duh, like, you're you're dropping some real knowledge bombs with that one, uh, is receiving a reboot in the future in terms of the movies. And that may also include recasting, this is one of the other reasons why I think this is bogus, recasting some of the roles that have become iconic inside the Harry Potter universe. If it's a reboot, odds are all of the roles are going to be recast. (laughs) So there's that. Uh, with major actors and characters. Uh, WDW Pro then clarified this would be a new adaptation of J.K. Rowling's first seven Harry Potter novels. There is just a lot of word soup here. So the quote continues. 
We're not talking about fantastical beasts, which, come on now, if you're reporting on a thing, learn the name. <laughs> We're not talking about some of the ancillary Harry Potter things. We're talking about what is referred to inside the industry as core Harry Potter. Again, is that really industry insider speak, or is that just somebody who's pretending that they're an industry insider? Uh, Valiant Renegade then made it even clearer. Quote, you're looking at the original cast, Harry, Hermione, Ron, new cast starting over. However, later in the video, WDW indicated it might not be a straight reboot. See, this part sounds a little more likely. Uh, And I'm sorry, I'm not reading chat. Like I said, we're trying to burn through this. So uh, the way that they reboot this franchise does not have to be your standard fair reboot. Where we go back to the origin of the character we've already had an adventure with. There are many different ways they could do that, and we're not here to tell you that we know what it is yet. They're not even close, I would think, to being to that point, he continued. In fact, according to the source, they don't have some sort of James Gunn individual yet in charge of this that's part of what they're aiming for. So, according to this rumor, and this part almost makes more sense than the rest of it, according to this rumor, they are wanting to make this a a self-contained universe a la the MCU, the DCU, uh, all of the other successful, the, the Game of Thrones universe, all of this, they want this to be a self-contained universe according to this rumor. So that seems to hold a little bit of water. Uh, and all right, so now let's check in on chat. Just to focus. Uh, the only way it could continue a reboot for Harry Potter is focus around not near the Harry Potter era. Yes, I think that, but that would not be a reboot. That would be a continuation. That would be legacy sequel, if you will. Like movies or series on Hogwarts householders. Yeah. Or a continuation of the era from Hogwarts Legacy. Yes, absolutely. Uh, or if they make their own version of the cursed child without the Elder Wand. <laughs> also, yes. Uh, all very, very likely. But the vocabulary they're using for this rumor says reboot, which means everything starts at the front. And this whole... Uh, uh, doesn't have to be standard fair reboot nonsense, doesn't jibe with the rest of what they're saying, which is why I think this is somebody pretending to be an insider. Like, there's no, there's no, there's no way that this could be as reported uh, true, that, that that's just not the way this is going to go. So, uh, as for why they would be completely rebooting Valiant Renegade posited they feel like perhaps the original Harry Potter fandom is kind of aging out and they want to revitalize or refresh this or make something new to drive new audiences to theaters WDW Pro further added from the standpoint of the OG stuff the core Harry Potter stuff I mean it's a dormant franchise again if you're reporting on a thing understand the thing that you're reporting on have you been to comic-con recently any comic-con across the country because you see almost as much harry potter uh cosplay and fandom goings on as you do any other fandom like almost to the same level as marvel and such so calling it a dormant franchise is tone deaf at best that is being generous anyway continuing on and that's particularly why we are being told that in the next three to five years they're looking to reboot this thing 
because of all the other stuff inside the Harry Potter universe, inside of the wizarding division at Warner Brothers Discovery, it's not taking off the way they need need to in order to sustain the franchise, he elaborated. And they have far too much invested in the franchise for it to become dormant or secondary. I don't think either of those things are happening. We have a highly anticipated video game that uh, just came out, about to come out. That part, I'm I'm not as up as I should be, and I apologize because I'm being critical of these guys for doing something similar. But uh, I do know it is in in its coming soon or very much uh, early release. So uh, they want to be very strong. They want it to be a very strong evergreen property, and by that we mean selling all the time, and it's always on top of mind of customers. Uh, it's one of the most streamed movie franchises on HBO Max right now, so I don't, again, understand where this sentiment is coming from. Uh, to finish, uh, he says, and because they have not been able to get the other stuff, these sort of secondary things, off the ground and gain that momentum that they had with the originals, the thinking that they have... The thinking that they have is that it's time for this quote is gobbledygook. Uh, is time for Hollywood to get over its fear of recasting, so they're ready to do that. He asserted. So <laughs> let's get back to chat real quick. Yeah, it's got. It would have to be. They would have to continue. The only way to make this fresh that wouldn't piss off the already gigantic fan base is if they revisit Hogwarts. Let's do something like Origins Adaptation or Telling on Hot. Yes, that's that, that's where I was just going. They have to do something uh, that is either prequels to, which is kind of what they're doing with the Fantastic Beasts uh, movies, is they're technically prequels to the Harry Potter world as we know it, but they take place in a different uh, physical location. They take place in America, whereas obviously Hogwarts is a UK thing. So if they did direct uh, a prequel to the goings-on at Hogwarts, that would make sense. Or if they continue what happens after the Harry Potter group uh, goes on, they have to create a new big bad. They have to do effectively a phase two, if you consider those first seven movies, or eight movies, rather. Those first eight movies are phase one. Then phase two would be you create a new big bad and you build to his destruction, much like you did with the first movies that were based on the books. Now... I also think that this is ignoring a giant pink elephant in the room in that right now uh, uh, J.K. Rowling is got a lot of uh, uh, woke feedback, oh, backlash, I guess is more appropriate, uh, because of her, her views on the uh, LGBTQ, not even LGBTQ, just transgendered people. Like, just because of her quote-unquote hot take on transgenderism, that's got her in a lot of issues with a lot of very vocal and negative people who are going to harass sponsors and production uh, types who are going to donate money to such an, uh, an endeavor that I think right now with her still being kind of in the hot seat, I think that justifies the three to five years, though I also think that that pushes that three to five years longer. We're looking more five to eight years. Uh, Derby says the legit curse cursed child film that's completely different to the source material of the book and play to some degree with the 
children of Harry. And then we've got a bot. Yay, I love bots. Let's go kill the bot. Kill the bot. Kill the bot. Hide user. Remove. All right. Bye-bye, bot. Um, so, yes. Uh... <laughs> right? Agreed. I hate the bots, too. So, uh, I I do think that Warner Brothers Discovery is going to do something in the wizarding world. I do not at all think that it is going to be a reboot. It is very likely they're going to do some sort of legacy sequel. They're going to pull some sort of phase two situation. Uh, or slightly less likely, we're going to get some direct prequels to the events that happen in the original eight movies. Um, to call that a reboot is ridiculous. And uh, it just ignoring way too many signs. So, yeah, that's... I think that's that's what we've got for Harry Potter. Uh, that's our one big headline. So let's... Uh, sadly, those kids that played the kids in Deathly Hollows are too old now. They could, they could pick up with uh, Harry's kid, Robin Hermione's kid. Like this, These are things that can happen. If I remember correctly, at the end of the books, they talk about their kids, right? Yeah, like they talk about enrolling their kids in Hogwarts. I can't remember if that's in the movies or not, but I know it's at the end of the books. So like we could pick up there. We could pick up with their kids learning the same thing they did. And then we could bring in Daniel Radcliffe for a cameo at towards the end of phase two and make it a big deal. But his kid is the one that is needed to defeat the new big bad because he gets incapacitated somehow or, you know, something along those lines. There is a lot of room to play here. And I think my camera might be frozen again. Oh, it totally is. Love it when that happens. Okay, sorry. Um, so uh, since that's what we're since that's what we're working with, I think that's the most logical uh, way to go that that direction. So that is our one headline. Let's talk uh, ever so briefly. Yeah, let's do top uh, the the uh, let's say the three best and three worst. I, I let's let's do that. Um, it's gonna take me a second, so I I'll, I'll do what I can to fill the space while we're awkwardly standing here. But <laughs> it has only been about uh, nine minutes that we've been streaming so i've got a little bit of time to do this let's do this uh so derpy since you're you're tromping the bit to do that let's get your top three and then bottom three and then uh i'll i'll see if i can chime in on any of those uh i don't know man this has been an interesting year for movies um now that I'm on the spot, it's going to be so hard to come up with like three good ones. Uh, Christopher, since you're active in chat as well, by all means, have at it. But uh, we have a couple of lurkers, it looks like, that are probably not going to participate. But either way, uh, that's probably the bots trying to <laughs> trying to, to chat more. Um, so, I don't know, top three... I just got done watching a, uh, a whole bunch of Christmas movies, so that's kind of where my brain is. Um, Lord, let's... I'm, 
the invitation. Yeah, I, but that's not wouldn't be top three. I would say that would probably be. Yeah, uh, let's go pull up. I'm gonna switch this back over. I did like Spirited. Uh, what I say Spirited though is top three. Many honorable mentions. Sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's uh, go back to the fancy cam. Okay. So I'm going to pull up now that it's off screen. I'm going to pull up the movies that came out in 2022 real quick, just so I can refresh myself while you guys are chatting in the chat. Uh, movie releases. No, I didn't. The bits of Glass Onion that I did see, I was not super keen on. Movie releases, 2022. Northman, The Batman, and Top Gun Maverick. Oh, wow. Three, two, one, in that order. Uh, Northman, I did not see. I heard kind of mixed things about it, though I do remember you leaving a comment uh, when we talked about the release of that movie saying that I should do a review of it. And that... So we're going to be starting a new series in the new year um, called That Just Happened, and it's effectively just going to be the things in the nerddom that I have interacted with since the previous episode. Uh, it's a section already in the main episodes, and I'm just going to separate the section into its own videos, all that's going to be. So Northman is very probably going to find its way into one of those episodes, because I do... Uh, I do like Alexander Skarsgård. I think he's a pretty good actor. He's not the greatest, but pretty good. Uh, least to favorite. Yeah. So, Northman, number three. Number two, Batman. Number one is Top Gun. Yeah, yeah. That's how I, I read it, right? I think. Um, I think the Batman is a fair choice. I would probably put that in my top ten. These are your these are your honorable mentions: Elvis, Black Phone, and Avatar Two. I will have to strongly disagree with you about Elvis, be, uh, simply because, yeah, oh yeah, the, those are your honorable mentions for good. Yes, I, I get that. Um, Elvis, I did not enjoy at all. I really like Baz Luhrmann. I really like Tom Hanks. I think Baz Luhrmann does great movies. I think Baz Luhrmann's Elvis was a hot mess on so many levels. Uh, Christopher says, Northman, Batman, and everything everywhere all at once. I have heard nothing but great stuff about everything everywhere all at once. Uh, I That will also find its way into a That Just Happened episode this year. Uh, when it comes to November, December time, I kind of have just regular, uh, a regular set rotation of movies that I watch. I don't watch a whole lot of new stuff unless it's Christmas, Thanksgiving, or Halloween-oriented. Um... So let me get back to my list and see if I can. Uh, February. So yeah, uh, Black Phone was okay. It was a little subversive to the expectation of what you want a horror movie to be. So it was better than anticipated. I didn't have very high expectations, but it was all right. Uh, again, top three, that's a really rough call. And Avatar 2, 
probably not going to watch that. Uh, just just being a hundred percent honest, I might watch that in years to come, but not anytime soon. Uh, I will say yes. Batman can go in my top three. Sure. Oof, this was just kind of a mediocre... Oh, hey, Metal Lords came out this year, too. I totally forgot about that one. Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. That was a pretty funny one. Um, Goodness me, oh my. What? Oh, Crimes of the Future was strangely compelling. I am. I will. I'll put that in the top three. I'm, these are in no particular order. So let's say. Uh, I don't know if Metal Lords was top three, but I would definitely say Batman, Crimes of the Future, and still scrolling, still scrolling, still scrolling. Ah, oh, man, there was so much mediocre stuff that came out this year. Why is this so hard? Because I was not prepared. This is accurate. I I might agree with that. Yeah. I think Bullet... Oh, Hellraiser. I, I did like Top Gun, but I don't know if I would put that above Bullet Train or Hellraiser. So I would say Top Gun is honorable mention. I think Hellraiser was probably the big surprise of the year. Um... Oh, and Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Nope was also a bit of a surprise. I did not expect Nope to be as good as it was, so let's let's say that. Uh, uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, we just watched this afternoon, and I dug it. I, I, I don't know. I probably have to watch it again just because I was uh, kind of fell asleep for that one as well. <laughs> hey, man, I'm old. Leave me alone. Uh, Morbius, Firestarter, and the the uh, Tom Hanks Pinocchio would be Chris's uh, least favorite. Is that Tom Hanks Pinocchio or Benicio del Toro Pinocchio? I didn't like that one. That's definitely bottom. Mr. Harrigan's phone, I think, would be bottom three. Uh, I would definitely agree with Morbius. I didn't even finish watching Morbius because it was not worth it. It was garbage. Um, didn't watch Firestarter because I, the original's good enough. Like, you don't have to remake it. And also, I heard exactly that same thing, that, you know, everybody just kind of hated it. So, Chris, are you talking the Tom Hanks Pinocchio? Yeah, okay. Tom Hanks Pinocchio. Yes, absolutely. I didn't watch it, but that's because I, I'm kind of just generally averse to... Uh, Disney's cash grabs uh, for doing the live action versions of their animated movies because all they're doing is trying to regenerate the uh, copyright on the IP so that it doesn't go into public domain much like we saw Winnie the Pooh Uh, I think Mickey Mouse is in danger of going public domain sometime soon as well Doctor Strange is in your bottom three? I don't know about that Fantastic Beasts Three and Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, didn't watch Fantastic Beasts or Jurassic World for those reasons exactly, so I can't speak to those. Though I'm honestly kind of surprised that Chris, you didn't put that into your bottom three because you 
I guess you were kind of lukewarm on it. Uh, another another one for the bottom three would be Halloween Ends. That was a steaming pile of garbage. Uh, just real good buildup in the first one, kind of meh second one, and then the third one just took a poop on screen and expected you to like it. It was not good at all. Um, Adam Project was a good one. I would say that's an honorable mention for the top. Uh, the animated, so the, again, Christmas stuff is uh, fresh on my mind. So the animated Scrooge on Netflix was surprisingly good, as well as Spirited. Um, ooh, I didn't realize. I thought that was actually coming out next month because it's an independent. The mean one, the the Grinch horror movie is out, and I want to see it, though I have not yet. And yeah, that is that. I think is that's that's a, a fair way to go about this, man. Morbius is only honorable mention because of the means. That's funny. Uh, Thor four, Black Adam, Firestarter, and Halloween ends would be honorable mentions for Mister Derpy. Um, yeah, I Morbius absolutely goes on the bottom. I feel like Black Adam again. Haven't seen it. Um, I have heard an, like I read the synopsis and I've heard enough about it to say no. We didn't watch Prey either, but that one got pretty decent reviews as well. So I would say that's probably more middle of the pack. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, Thor four. Nobody liked that movie. Morbius is again. We've already talked about that. Black Adam. I feel like would honestly, if we're being legit honest and not like for me at least, just uh, I'm not trying to trying to uh, to discredit anyone's opinion. But I would say, from what I know of Black Adam, having not yet watched it all the way through, that it's going to be more mediocre, somewhere in the middle of the pack. Not really the worst, and definitely not the best. Um, Firestarter, likewise. Halloween Ends was. God awful. Like again, just a poop on screen. Um I would say the the big surprise for me this year was oh, I just said it and now I I'm brain farting. Like I do pretty much every oh, uh uh Hellraiser and Crimes of the Future? Wasn't did I say that was that was Surprise, because I kind of anticipated that one being all right. Because Crimes of the Future was um, it's David David Cronenberg, so body horror like Cronenberg does solid stuff. So I think I anticipated Crimes of the Future being good, but yeah, we'll we'll just say Hellraiser was the big surprise of the year. <laughs> no, we're we're gonna like I said, Hellraiser was great, yes. Uh, but Chris, like I said, the first stream of the new year is going to be predictions and most anticipated. We're gonna we're gonna spend probably the first half hour talking about headlines, and then the second half hour talking about uh, how we predict movies that we know are coming out are going to do, and and by association, the ones that were highly an- anticipated. What? No, God. Oh, God. Uh, honorable mention for the bottom. Bring it on. Cheer or die. 
Uh, I don't know, hey, Chris. You're a, you're definitely a horror movie guy. Did you watch the the Bring It On horror movie? Because yeah, that was another one we didn't even finish. Like I turned I turned it off probably 15 minutes in. Was just like yeah. Yeah, my girlfriend was was uh, was definitely the one that uh, said no first, and yeah, she likes kind of garbage horror movies, so that says something. <laughs> um, but yeah, so again, we will be. I'm I'm just gonna commit to it now. We will be skipping officially next week stream uh so i can play a little bit of catch up i will though i do have on my docket i don't know if it's going to be uh something i can get to next week but i'm going to try i do have on my docket some stuff for the uh clips channel so stay tuned to the clips channel for if you're looking for fresh content otherwise we will return to this format for stream the second week of january uh and then i will probably have some more assets and stuff for the live stream as well by then so that's what we're looking at that show is going to be whatever relevant headlines we got <laughs> Good call. Fair enough. <laughs> he he's a he's a horror movie guy. He forgot that Cheer or Die happened. <laughs> yeah, be, better better off having not watched it. It's all right. Um, so yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna take next week off as far as stream goes. I'm going to hit the uh, behind the scenes stuff as hard as I can uh, so that we can play catch up, and then we will be back to this stream. Second week of January, probably through the month of January, we're going to keep this format. And then in February, we will return to our regular uh, once a week pre-recorded episode and once a week stream plus the that just happened episode on the main channel and then all of the other stuff everywhere else as it was before we went into the off season. So a uh, whole bunch of words. <laughs> I appreciate all of the uh, goings on in chat. Uh, thank you very much, guys, for, for chit-chatting with me on this final stream of the year. I hope you had a good Christmas. You were drinking your rich chocolatey Ovaltine and watching some Die Hard uh, uh, or, you know, whatever you do considering the time of year. And uh, be very, very safe for your New Year's Eve celebrations should you out and go do such things because I want to see your pretty nerdy face in chat again when we return in two weeks so thank you very much nerds uh, I apologize that this one was so short but like I said I do have way too much stuff going on today I should have uh, planned a little bit better and so it's on me I take it I own it it's my fault that we had to cut this short so uh, I'll see you nerds in two weeks uh, those of you listening in post I appreciate your faces as well before we head out nerds Oh, there's, there's a lot of stuff to do. Yeah, but be, yeah, all of that being said, always, always remember that if it's generally nerdy, it's probably here.